This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Hey everyone, this is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to the Courage Cast. I am so glad to be with you again today on another episode. Today I'm driving, and I thought I would speak something out because uh, this has been pressing on the forefront of my mind, and sometimes when that happens, I don't want to wait until I get behind the microphone. So sometimes these kind of spontaneous messages for me for me, I mean, I just love to process this way. This is this is how I process things. Sometimes I just talk right into my phone. This is my journal. So in many ways, that's what you guys get, uh, whether you like it or not. <laughs> all right, well, today's message is you don't always have to have all the answers. You don't have to have all the answers. And that is such a huge relief to you, I hope as a leader, as somebody that might be leading a team of people, whether it's just your family or whether it's a large organization, whether it's a ministry, you don't have to have the answers. So don't feel the pressure to have the answers. I think sometimes we get caught up. It's rooted in fear. It's rooted in looking silly or looking like you don't have it all together. It's, it's a fear of what other people will think of me, of you. And I, I have to admit, this is something that happens to me quite often. When I was a young dad, I felt like I had to have the answers for my kids. And if I didn't have the answers, then I would somehow be less than. And that was rooted in my insecurity as a father, my insecurity as a person, rather than it was about what they even expected of me. I think my kids now, I feel like I'm a little older and a little more mature, a little more secure in in who I am, uh, that I don't get as affected by that. But it does crop up. And any time when you're feeling insecure, you're feeling not secure in your position, it's very easy to give in to the need to to please somebody or to impress somebody. And that's, that definitely is true for me. So I felt like I needed to be the, the dad that had all the answers. And where I've come to now is I just say, I don't know, but let's look it up on Google. <laughs> Google is a great solution for a lot of things, but I'm much more comfortable in saying, I don't know. And that I, but I do know where I can find the answers. And at the end of the day, what your kids, what your organization, what your other leaders are looking for is that you have direction, that you have fortitude, but you don't need to impress them. And you also don't need to have all the answers. You don't need to know everything. I think uh, one of the biggest mistakes is thinking that you do have to know everything or else you're somehow less than as a leader or you're less than as a person. Your identity is not rooted in that first and foremost. Your identity is rooted in Christ. And from that, it stems stems everything else. Uh, uh, this, this topic actually reminds me of a funny episode of The Office that I watched recently. It's a show that finished up a couple years ago. Michael Scott 
is is absolutely our favorite. But my second favorite character on that show is Dwight Schrute. Dwight Schrute, I love him because he's German, or he has German roots, Amish roots. And one of my favorite episodes involving Dwight Schrute was the episode titled Assistant to the Assistant Regional Manager. The, the episode was one of the last in the whole series, uh, and the assistant, Dwight Schrute, finally becomes the general manager of the Scranton branch. He is the, the chief guy, the head honcho of the Scranton branch, and his assistant to the regional manager is Jim, okay? Jim is uh, probably my, my third favorite character on the show. Jim is just very sarcastic, very uh, dry humor, and always tries to prank, he always tries to prank Dwight. Well, Dwight, of course, is the regional manager, he's an assistant to the, and Jim is the assistant to the regional manager, but Jim decides to see if he can make Dwight Schrute become his assistant as well. Not only will Dwight Schrute be the regional manager, but he'll be the assistant to the assistant of the regional manager. And so he does this because he knows Dwight's tendency to want to have all the answers, that Dwight always has all the answers, and he knows best, and he basically, everyone else is is sub- subordinate to him. And uh, uh, so Jim goes about the process of seeking and finding and, and interviewing people for the assistant to to the assistant regional manager. And, and Dwight, of course, is part of the process. And throughout the entire time, no one is good enough except Dwight. Dwight always has the answers. Dwight always knows the answers. And Jim plays into this by saying, this is uncanny, uncanny that you have all the abilities to be my assistant. And Dwight, of course, takes great pride in that. And that's what puffs him up and builds him up. And ultimately, Jim and Dwight come to the same conclusion at the same time that Dwight is the best man for the job. So not only is Dwight the regional manager, Jim's boss, but he also becomes Jim's assistant at the same time. (laughs) So Jim then gets to pass off all of the directives that Dwight gives to Jim. Jim then passes it right back on to, to, to Dwight as the assistant. And it's just hilarious the way he does this, but it's because of Dwight's tendency to believe that he knows better than everybody else. And in actuality, isn't that what we're communicating to our team and to others when we feel like we have to have all the answers? Number one, it's not rooted in our true identity in Christ when we do that, this. But number two, we're not giving others the opportunity to walk out in their gifts. So we're actually, we're actually considering them our subordinates and we are, we are not empowering them, and which, which is very detrimental to a person. If you don't give a person a chance to grow, and I've done this so much as a parent, but I'm, I, I need to allow my kids to make mistakes. I need to give them room to to learn and to feel empowered and to, to experience the confidence building process of 
giving someone a responsibility and allowing them to carry it out in the way they uniquely know how to do it. Now, if they have the, if, if you see that gift in them, then, and then giving them the opportunity to grow into that gift and live up to that potential is incredibly rewarding for that person. Think of yourself when you, when your boss or somebody that is a, a, an authority figure in your life gives you a great responsibility that you don't feel like you can live up to, but the boss sees that potential in you and you find yourself growing into that. How rewarding is that? That that builds loyalty, that builds relationship. It breeds confidence between you and the other person. You don't be a Dwight Schrute is, is my message for you today. You don't have to have all the answers. In actuality, a great leader is somebody that is humble enough to understand that he can't, he or she cannot have all of the answers, nor would you want to. It's so much more of a blessing for you and for your team if you allow yourself and allow others the opportunity to grow into their potential. So much more benefit to you. Yes, it might be frustrating in the short term because you know you could probably do it better, but you're, you're cutting off the potential long term from that person by not opening it up to them and their gifting, their unique ability that you may not have. And it's important that you as a leader surround yourself with people that have much more experience than you, that are much more capable and able to do the job. Your job is to cast the vision and to provide direction and to to give confidence in the situation and calmness, emotional clarity, emotional peace to a situation and to enable the, the, in the team to be stabilized, to provide an atmosphere of, of cooperation. And you'll watch, watch your organization, watch your team grow. I, I'm utilizing this more and more, I realize that I've not always utilized it, even in my doTERRA business, because I've been so focused on what we can do, that I've not allowed our leaders, we can't do this. I realize that we've hit a, a, a ceiling in our leadership. I recognize this in listening to the leadership series that we did with Rebecca Joy just recently that I've hit the lid, I've hit the leadership ceiling, and I recognize that what needs to happen is we need to open it up to empower others. We cannot, uh, this organization that we're developing cannot move forward without allowing others to be empowered and walk in their gifts and release their potential. Uh, and I'm trusting that God's, in God's grace, we're, we're going to see that happen from this point forward. So, that's my message to you. I hope it's an encouragement to you, allowing me to even process this out loud on my phone. I think it's a very interesting concept and it's a very interesting thought. So please share and talk about it in the Courageous Community at CourageousCommunity.com and on the Facebook group as well. Please share and subscribe this uh, to this podcast on iTunes. It's the best way to listen to it. You can download the app straight to your phone and listen to it straight from your phone. It automatically is delivered to you when you subscribe. And please write a rating and review. The more ratings and reviews we have, the more people find us. And I so much appreciate it. Thanks so much, guys. I'll be back with you again on another episode of CourageCast. Cast.